a foot, smaller than some, but larger than most. Welcome to Corntown. Hi, I'm Stephen Holmes. And I'm Matthew Miner. And this is Corntown, an investigative journalism podcast brought to you by the SM Experience. Corntown in rural Ontario is living in fear. The town finds itself in the midst of a series of mysterious and violent attacks by what can only be described as a monster, though it's still officially referred to as a wild animal. One thing is for certain, the residents of Corntown aren't dreaming of a white Christmas, they're fearing a red one. Red. Like blood. Yeah, uh, white Christmas? More like fright Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I like mine better. Okay. <clears throat> Last week, we found startling evidence while exploring the scene of the latest attack. It's now clear to us what we're dealing with. A creature whose existence has been debated for decades. A shadowy menace that goes by many names. Sasquatch, Yeti, Harry and the Hendersons. But who is perhaps best known as Bigfoot. We've seen firsthand the carnage that this beast can dish out. We knew this wasn't something we could mess around with. This creature is dangerous. If we were going to catch it, we needed help. So we reached out to famed primatologist and chimpanzee expert, Jane Goodall. And when she told us to stop calling her, we decided to reach out to a guy we found on Reddit who claims to have captured a Bigfoot once, Cleon Thunderbump Jr. Cleon met us on the edge of town where most of the attacks have happened. It was here where we would set up base camp for our hunt. Cleon is an imposing figure, standing six foot five, slack-jawed, and dressed in rugged camo. The smooth sounds of Garth Brooks and Alan Jackson rang out from a nearby Budweiser novelty Bluetooth speaker. He stank up Tennessee whiskey, Kentucky bourbon, Alabama Zima, and something else that we couldn't put our finger on. It was clear from the moment we met him that Cleon was indeed the professional we needed to get the job done. Cleon, it's very nice to meet you. Likewise, a pleasure to meet you both. I would shake your hands to properly make your acquaintance. However, I have a spot of poo-poo on my palms. Uh, I'm sorry? I've got a tad bit of poo-poo doo-doo on my hands. Found it by that tree. Sorry, that's shit on your hands? Quite right, old chap. Why? Why? To mask my scent, of course. By rubbing poo-poo doo-doo all over myself, Bigfoot will never smell me coming. He'll assume I'm one of his friends popping by for afternoon tea. That's Bigfoot shit? You found Bigfoot shit? Indeed I did. By that tree over yonder. You can have a little taste to see what he's been up to. You ate it? No, I just had a little nibby. Would you like a little nibby? No. Steven, little nibby? Uh, no, please. You just swish it around, but... Let's see, I... I detect hints of beef, um, likely Holstein. Oh, what's this? Uh, I'm tasting Baja Blast. It might be code red. Looks like we've got a squash with quite a sophisticated palate. Right. Okay, uh, so this is a good place to set up? Is this where the attack took place? 
Yes, this is where the last attack happened. This will work quite well, then. Wait, you picked up that poop without even knowing if this is where the Bigfoot was? Quite right. Wow. This guy really is a professional. Mm Mm-hmm. We were going to ask Cleon for more information about Bigfoot, but we didn't want to bother him while he was setting up. We would have just gotten in the way. It's better to let a professional do their thing. Yeah, and I guess, if we're being honest, the poop smell was noticeable. A little bit. So, we took initiative and logged on to Bing to learn more about this hairy beast. Alas, the only information we could find about Bigfoot was that it was a rectangular, two-square-foot pizza made by Pizza circa 1994. Its existence was also hotly debated. I know I never saw one. Me neither. But while we still had Netscape Navigator open, we received an email from a self-proclaimed authority on Bigfoot who said they could help us. So we packed up and headed out to the woods to learn what they had to say. Along the way, we asked some locals their thoughts on the creature known as Sassensquash. Hi, I am Lake Matakis. Uh, I don't know much about Bigfoot. Don't care much, neither. I was always more interested in that dang Loch Ness Monster. He's a slippery fella. I tried to catch him a time or two. Thought I saw him once at a pool in Vegas, but he was just Mickey Rourke. At least that's what everyone said. You ever notice you never seen Mickey Rourke and the Loch Ness Monster in the same room? Think about it. My name? Why, okay, my name is Bippy Pipsford. What did you want to know about? Big what? Oh, Bigfoot. Yeah, I know old Bigfoot Johnson. He was quite the stud back in the day. Born with one really big foot. He was 18 inches when he was born and his left foot was the same size. They thought they were having twins, but it was just one kid with a big, big left foot. It stayed big too. And you know what they say about a guy with a big foot, don't you? They say he's got a hard time buying a pair of shoes. Can't buy just one pair. Oh, hello there. Hello. Would you like to appear in a podcast to answer a few questions? Wait. Wait a minute. Are you Jane Goodall? Oh, no. No, I'm Jane Badson. Oh, well, you look exactly like Jane Goodall. I know. I hear it all the time, but I'm not her. I just share a first name and have a last name that's the opposite of hers. So you don't know anything about apes? Unfortunately not. I do know everything about tapes, though. Squatch, duct, masking, even VHS and Betamax. Could that be useful for whatever you're doing? Eh, probably not. Oh well, you never know when tape could save your life. Say, what kind of tape are you recording on? Oh, uh, this, this is all digital. Fucking animals! Get the fuck away from me! Go! Get! Get! After running for our lives from Jane Batsum, we ended up in the woods. Luckily, it was right where we needed to be. I think we lost her. Oh my god, Jane Batsum was insane. She was really fast too. Oh yeah, she had a... Tape on the bottom of her shoes, sticky side down. Give her a boost on all that snow and ice. Genius. Oh man, where are we? I have no idea. 
I'm not even sure which way we came from. Need some help? Oh. What? Alright, sorry to startle you fellas. I have a habit of doing that. Who are you? I'm Ranger Joe Meef. This is my outpost. Uh, you fellas lost? Uh, well, we were, but uh, we're actually the guys you were supposed to meet with. Oh, it's the podcast guys. Hi, nice to meet you. Uh, I guess you found the place okay? Uh, actually, we were chased out here by an angry lady and found it by accident. <laughs> yeah, that's how most people find their way out to these parts. I guess we can't complain. It's really nice out here. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's quiet and peaceful and lonely, but nice and lonely. How long have you been a park ranger? Um, let's see, uh, just over a year now. Yeah, been out here watching the park, keeping an eye on things, helping people who've been chased out here. Now, you guys want to know about uh, Bigfoot, right? Uh, that's right. Oh, you came to the right place. Uh, hey, can I get you guys anything? You hungry or thirsty? No, we're okay. Yeah? Okay, just trying to be a good host. Don't see a lot of visitors out here. Uh, don't have much to offer anyway. Uh, stopped getting supplies a while ago. I've been eating a lot of tree bark. Now, you might think that would taste bad, and <laughs> you'd be right. It's not great. Tears up your gums. We'll steer clear of that then. Why don't we just get down to it? Tell us about the monster known as Bigfoot. Yes, okay, let's do that. Okay, let's see. Uh, Bigfoot. Well, I mean, right there. Let's start with the obvious. His feet? Big. Big feet. You think he knows some animals with big feet? Guess again. This guy, he's got big feet. Real big. Two of them. Uh, two big feet. Um, let's see. Big feet. Yep. Check. Uh, tall? Uh, yeah, I think he's supposed to. Yes. Yes, he is. Very tall. Tall so that his feet, which are big, don't look awkward. Tall. Big feet. Hair. Yeah, he's got some hair, right? Hair. Uh, yeah, he's hairy. Yes, hairy. All over? Yeah. Right. Right. That's the basics of what we know. Uh, tall, hairy, big feet, two feet. Um, sucks the blood out of goats. Uh, I think it's El Chupacabra. Is it? Actually, actually, yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah, that's El Chupacabra. I mix, I mix them up sometimes. Uh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Um, yeah, he, he's from Scotland, like the Scot, like a Scottish lake or loch. If you're nasty, <laughs> lives underwater. No, 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 that's not right either. Um, we can all agree he has big feet though, yes? Yes, obviously. You don't know anything about Bigfoot, do you? Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. No, I do not. I've never even heard of him before. I thought maybe we worked in the same office once. Why did you bring us all the way out here if you didn't know anything? Oh no, you want our snacks, don't you? If you have snacks, I will take them, but that's not it. It's like I said, it's lonely out here. Real lonely. Well, that's on you. You shouldn't have become a park ranger. Oh, I didn't choose to do this. I was sent out here as a punishment. Punishment? Why? Oh, my boss in the parks department thought I was sleeping with his wife. Why did you think that? Yeah, because I was. Yeah, but come on. It's Justin Dobie. Guy couldn't even beat a dog in a cat to become a mayor. His wife needs to be shown what a real man looks like. Richard Karn. Yeah, this guy gets it. Hey, dear. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's why I'm here. They don't really need a park ranger. Town's never had one before. I was in land management. Yeah, we were doing land surveying. 
pretty sure the cabin I live in was an old moonshine shack. There's a few possums living here with me. They are not tender creatures. I am well aware. Yeah, then again, Debbie Dobie wasn't too tender either, if you catch my meaning. I don't. You're missing out. Anyway, you guys want to check out the pit I've been digging? In a second. Did you say your boss was Justin Dobie? The same Justin Dobie who's been missing. And you were sleeping with his wife? And you work in the area he was last known to visit. The same area he sent you his punishment for sleeping with his wife. Whoa, whoa. What are you guys trying to say? Oh, we're just listing facts. Helps us think. Oh, okay. Is he really missing? Yep. Presumed dead. Oh my god. What the hell am I still doing out here? I could be back in town. At home. Having sex with his wife. Instead of being stuck out here having sex with his wife on a bed of pine cones. That does sound more comfortable. I like it, Rev. I'm going to send an email to the office. So you guys want to check out that pit then? Uh, we're good. We should head back. Oh, alright. Are you sure you have to go? I haven't talked to anyone in months. Kind of felt like we were starting to bond. Uh, yeah, no, we're on a, a schedule. Uh, well, do you guys want to see some cool rocks? Oh yeah, you fucking bet we do. Fuck yes. Lead the fucking way, Joe Meef. Bingo bongo. Do you guys really have snacks? This episode of Corntown is brought to you in part by Blockhusker Video. Hey, hey, are you tired of scrolling through the overrated streaming services for hours before finally setting on a so-so movie that puts you to sleep? Then what you need to do is come on down to Blockhusker Video and stroll through our aisles and find the perfect flick to take home for a movie night. We've got all of Hollywood's best movies, ready to rent on VHS and now DVD. We've got it all. Action, drama, romance, every movie featuring Christian Slater for some reason, and 47 copies of Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams? More like Field of Corn. Corn! And as always, stop in after 10 p.m. and grab one of our late night two-for-one lovers movie packages, where you take home a movie and its porn parody. Snuggle up with titles like The King's Speech and The King's Seed, The Mighty Ducks and The Mighty Cucks, City Slickers and Clitty Lickers, Requiem for a Dream and Requiem for a Wet Dream, City Slickers 2 and Clitty Lickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Fold. Don't stay up too late. Blockbuster video. Please rewind and please wipe off any stains. Despite Joe not having any information we didn't already know about Bigfoot, the afternoon wasn't a total waste. We saw some really cool rocks. Like, some were really smooth and kind of sparkly. Yeah, and there was that one that looked kind of boring, but then Joe got it wet and it looked totally different. Yeah, and there's that really big one. Oh my god, it was so big. Yeah, it was cool. Oh, super cool. Uh, but <clears throat> as the sun began to set, we made our way back to where Cleon was finishing setting up base camp for our hunt. We were excited to begin our search for this mysterious creature, but this was also going to be dangerous. What we didn't know at the time was just how dangerous the night would become. Cleon, this is quite a setup you've got here. Uh, thank you. This is a proper Bigfoot hunt, so I am properly prepared. Uh, what do we have here? Well, 
We have the usual gear required for a nighttime excursion. We have state-of-the-art night vision goggles and cameras. Boss. We also have thermal imaging, allowing us to see the heat signature of the beast. These are motion-activated trail cameras. I have a few set up already, with bait laid in front of them. If Mr. Size 22 Adidas crosses in front of one of these babies for a snack, we'll catch a glimpse. <laughs> this is intense. Yes, it is. Now over here we have a selection of fine cured hams, apple slices, some grapes, and a bit of stinky cheese. This is the bait. <laughs> Don't be a silly willy, this is a pre-hunt snack. You can't bag a Bigfoot on an empty stomach. You washed your hands before preparing this, right? Oh, you silly willies, you have much to learn. Oh, uh, well, well, well. What have we got here? Oh, look, it's Mr. Boy Spunk. That's very funny. I'm informed you plan to hunt a monster this evening. That's right. We're gonna bag your beast. Save the town. How'd you like them apples? I don't like them apples. What about these apples? Pink lady. No, thank you. What do you want, Nutchess? I want you to pack this stuff up and head home. We have professionals at the agency who will capture the animal responsible for these attacks. With zero respect, sir, we've got this covered. We know it's been attacking people. It's a Bigfoot. That's our prime mate suspect. <laughs> nice. Zinked his ass. That's very good. Too bad you lack the proper permit to be out here hunting. Bullshit. We submitted our paperwork. Wi-Fi's been down all day. We never received it. We have a paper copy right here. I haven't got a stamp to approve this. I do. I'm a notary. I don't have a pen to sign off. You can use mine. Big easy glide. I'm allergic to ballpoints. Sorry, boys. It's not gonna happen. Pack up your gadgets and vamoose. Actually, I already have an approved permit. Signed by King Charles himself. I have expressed permission to hunt anything or anyone. Ooh, would you look at that. Why don't you pucker up and plant your lips in my spicy little butthole? Mm, smooch, smooch. And guess we'll be on our way. We've got a monster to capture. It seems you do. So be it. You boys be careful out here. I'd hate for something tragic to befall you. Likewise. Don't let the door hit you on your way out. There's no door! We're outside! After sending Special Agent Nutchess on his way, and making up several excuses for why we couldn't partake in Cleon's charpooterie, it was finally time to begin our hunt. The first five hours were uneventful. We spotted a few skunks, a particularly chunky raccoon, and the Mothman, but no Bigfoot. That all changed when we delved deeper into the woods, after another six, all too well, ten minute versions. Uh, just say an hour. No dice. While expanding our search radius, Cleon received an alert that one of his trap cameras had been tripped. Now that we knew that the creature was in the area, it was time to close in and capture the beast. Right here! This is it! This is the camera that was triggered. And look here, it seems somebody enjoyed my charcuterie. We told you, we already ate. Mm-hmm, sure. Your tummies haven't ceased rumbling all night. Hey, we got more footprints over here. They look just like the ones we saw at Jubilee Park. That's curious. What is it? Well, these are quite large prints. While they somewhat resemble a Sasquatch, they are quite different from your standard specimen. It looks like it says something on the heel. Oh, yeah. It damned me, Spooky. Witches might be involved. 
That's unlikely. This is still a remarkable find. The prints appear quite fresh. Did you two calm your stomachs? That wasn't me. Uh, me neither. Quiet. She's still close by. Hand me the thermal camera. Here you go. What do you see? There's a lingering heat signature. We're close. I'll follow after her, take this trap camera back to the base camp and prep the motor buggy. I'll keep in contact over the radio. Roger that. We made it back to camp, only to find that the equipment we left behind had been destroyed. We believed at the time that the Bigfoot found our camp and smashed our gear when his little primate brain couldn't figure out how to use it. This ain't Planet of the Apes. No, it wasn't. But we now understood just how much we underestimated what we were dealing with. Cleon, we made it back to camp, but we've got a problem. Everything's more smashed than 1996 Robert Downey Jr. That's sneaky bugger. She must have found it while we're out on our hunt. I knew I should have scrubbed everything down with more poo-poo. Uh, well, it's all shit now. Oh, crap! What is it? I see her. You see the Bigfoot? Righty-ho. Spotted her in a clearing just ahead of me. Uh, do, you, do you have a shot? Not yet. She's moving quite quickly, and I think... What is it? Looks like she's heading for a... Looks like a bit like a cave, perhaps. Did you say a cave? <laughs> we might have found her home. This is huge. Yes, it looks like a cave. She's gone inside. Hold on, I'm going to get closer. All right, I'm just outside the cave. I can't see her just yet, but wait. There looks to be a light. There is, it's, it's very bright. This, this isn't natural. I've got to film this. Oh my God. What is it, Cleon? Is it Santa? He's early. Oh my God, this is something coming out of this light. It's got me. Oh god! Oh god! Oh my god, it's killing me! It's killing me! Cleon? Cleon! Oh my god. Pudding, cups of tea, baked beans! That was the last we heard from Cleon. As soon as we remembered the number, we called 911 and waited for help to arrive. As dawn broke, we scoured the woods and eventually found Cleon and his gear near the river. Sadly, he didn't survive the attack. We were unsure of what exactly killed him. Was it the hypothermia from being left out in the cold of the night? Was it blood loss from the strange cuts on his arms? Maybe it was the large, jagged rock that had been smashed into his skull. We'd have to wait to hear back from the medical examiner to know the answer. This attack was eye-opening. Seeing what had been done to a seasoned professional like Cleon made us understand the fear that the residents of Corntown had been feeling. We underestimated the situation. We underestimated what we were up against. After reviewing the footage that Cleon shot on his handicam in his final minutes of life, we discovered what we are truly dealing with. The cave, the light, the mysterious sounds. The victims of these attacks have had a hard time describing what attacked them because it was a beast not known to man. It's because it's something not of this earth. It's not a Bigfoot. It's aliens.
on Corntown. All signs point to aliens, but are UFO sightings in Corntown a common occurrence? There's a strange burn mark on his chest. Looks like it zapped his heart and he was kibbutzky. I see their little ships hovering over the park. They pick people up to study them for alien science. So you believe that people are being abducted, not attacked? Could the answer we've been looking for have been right under our noses this whole time? This has been an SNM Experience production. Executive produced by Stephen T. Holmes, Matthew Miner, and Ima Plastic. Episode mixed by Richard Mixon. If you have any information about the attacks in Corntown, email us at the smexp at gmail.com. <laughs>